What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about the movies Mid-90s and Black Klansmen. Let's start off talking about Mid-90s. Mid-90s is directed by one of my favorite actors working today, Jonah Hill. Although he does not appear in the movie, Mid-90s is about skateboarding culture in, you guessed it, the mid 90s. There's a lot of good things about this movie. I would call it a coming of age story about a young kid who doesn't fit in with anyone and then finds a group of hip skateboarders and becomes a member of the culture. Again, this is Jonah Hill's directorial debut. He does not appear in the movie as an actor, but you can sense his presence in the overall tone. It's funny at times. I'm going to talk about the good of mid-90s. First off, Sonny Soljic plays the lead Stevie. The kids in this movie are amazing, but Sonny is specifically good in the lead because you can sense he's naive about the skateboarding culture. This is his first time acting as a lead character in a movie. He just fits overall. Sometimes kids in movies can be wicked annoying, but I felt sympathy for this kid. He was just trying to fit in. He gets beaten up by his brother. He has a tense relationship with his controlling, overbearing mother. Again, there's a lot of tropes in this movie, but this kid, seriously... You can sense growth in the movie. You can sense him becoming more comfortable around the other members of the skateboarding crew that he joins. He's a kid who gets a skateboard and just automatically clicks with him that that's where he's supposed to be. He also does some things that, again, he's he's bound to to go against peer, peer pressure throughout this entire movie. He drinks beer at points. He smokes at points. He goes through the typical things that people do while growing up. But there's something warm and like relatable about this character. I thought this kid was amazing in this movie. Jonah Hill did a great job of casting the other kids. Another thing I liked about this movie... It has a great feel. It's realistic 90s to me. There's lots of swearing. There's lots of saying things that are inappropriate about everything. There's a lot of scenes in this movie where Sonny, as Stevie and his friends, are in the skateboarding store talking about inappropriate subjects like gender and, again, yeah, gender relations. There's just a bunch of scenes like that. And I think that's a realistic feel of what the 90s actually were to a lot of people. I feel like that's what the 90s were for a lot. I feel like maybe these other movies that have these 90s nostalgic, like they take you to Blockbuster and that's their big, oh, this is like the 90s. I think this is the first movie in a while that I've seen is a realistic portrait of what life was like in the 1990s, especially when you were a teenager, part of a skateboarding crew. You were going to talk inappropriately. You were going to try to get kids to do peer pressure into anything. And you were going to have a good time through most of this movie. There's a lot of laughs. There's a lot of sitting around talking about inappropriate things. No one was really harmed, but the culture was kind of a problem, but it was okay because it was, you know, like a lot of people are going to say this movie is inappropriate. It's a realistic portrait of what I believe life was probably like in the 1990s. Again, in the 1990s, mid 90s, I was like four years old by 98. So I don't really know. But to me, 
This is the most realistic thing in the movie is its portrayal of the 1990s. Again, movies like Captain Marvel and stuff like that. Um, X-Men's about to do that too. They just take you to the 90s and they're like, here's Blockbuster. This is what the 90s were like. To me, this is a real feel of what life was like in the 1990s. Another good about this movie, Catherine Watterson and Lucas Hedges are in this movie. Catherine Watterson from The Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them. And Lucas Hedges in a bunch of things, Manchester by the Sea, Free Billboards, Lady Bird. These are two really good actors that give this movie cachet. They are the they are star power potential, and they are in small roles, but they fit their role miraculously. Lucas Hedges plays his over controlling brother who has violent issues beats up stevie in the night there's some intense scenes between the two of them katherine watterson is overbearing controlling mother of the two of them they do not have a father as he has left them it's you feel bad for her at times you feel bad for stevie at times you feel bad for lucas hedges character at times I like this family dynamic in this movie a lot. I think it, she couldn't understand why her son was hanging out with these, as she would call them, hooligans. Like, it doesn't make any sense to them. He's becoming part of the skateboarding culture, and she doesn't quite understand what that is, because in the 90s, there was a lot of confusion about what that culture actually And she's right at times. She doesn't want her son to be drinking and smoking and having a good time but inappropriate good time enjoyed the plot of this movie i felt like it was realistic i felt like somebody from the 1990s could experience all these things for the first time i don't know like the time span of this movie was this months was this days it just felt realistic this movie had a realistic feel to it that i really enjoyed and i think jonah hill did a great job of writing and directing this picture and there's one quote in this movie that i really enjoyed one of the skateboarders, I can't say the skateboarder's name because in the movie she has he has an inappropriate nickname. But the quote is, why do we ride a piece of wood? It's amazing how that makes us feel great. To me, that embodies what the skateboarding culture is. Think about that quote. Why do we ride a piece of wood? It's amazing how that makes us feel great. What a great quote in a movie about skateboarding. What I also liked about this movie, its use of skateboarding culture was not using it for cheap tricks. It was an experience of what it was like to be a part of that culture. It didn't make Stevie a great skateboarder. That would have been lame and stupid. It made him fit in with a group of people. He wasn't a great skateboarder, and for some reason... I appreciated that. The movie also had great nicknames and a great ending. The performance of the movie goes to Nakel Smith as Ray. Ray is kind of the leader of the skateboarding crew that Sonny's character Stevie joins. Ray is wants to be a professional skateboarder, wants to get out of the hood, doesn't want to go the same route as everyone else's. I just think... This was his first movie. He's dynamic in the movie. He outacts everyone in this movie. If you see this movie, Nakel Smith as Ray is the absolute best thing of this movie. I can't recommend seeing mid-90s more. I enjoyed this. It was a quick 90-minute watch. It's a good movie. Go out 
and find mid-90s. It was a good watch. It's a good... I don't really know much about skateboarding, and I felt like I know a lot more. Not Kel Smith, though, as Ray. Can't wait to see that guy. He's a rapper. He's a skateboarder. He's an actor. He's a multi-talented guy, and he was great in mid-90s. Going to make the transition now and talk about Black Klansman, directed by Spike Lee, tells the true story of how John Stallworth, a detective for Colorado Springs Police Department, infiltrates the KKK. There's a little bit of a twist. John Stallworth is an african-american and how he infiltrates is john stallworth talks to the kkk on the phone and adam driver's character flip zimmerman meets them in person they have to have the same voice obviously because the kkk needs to think that john stallworth is the same guy on the phone and in person this movie was really good it's one of the best movies of the year it was an oscar movie and i'm going to tell you why i think it's good and who had the best performance okay john david washington plays ron stallworth he is the son of denzel he's obviously seen his father become a movie star he is in the tv show hbo ballers which i don't really watch that much but i've seen bits and pieces of it this was a star-making role for John David Washington. His comedic tone in the movie, his he's cool in the movie, he's calm, he feels like a real detective who's infiltrating the KKK at all times. There is not a scene in this movie where John David Washington's character has any self-doubt about the mission, and I really enjoyed that. He was a confident, cool character based on a real guy. There's a There's a book... I really enjoyed his style in this movie as Ron Stallworth. I think John David Washington is going to become a star years to come. He's going to be in the next Christopher Nolan movie with Robert Pattinson. I can't wait for that. This was a star-making movie for John David Washington. The apple does not fall far from the tree when it comes to Denzel and John David Washington, and he might be getting an Oscar of his own in the years to come. What I also liked about this movie was the mix of comedy and drama. In a movie that deals a lot with race relations and police officers and violence in the KKK, these can all be serious subjects that we don't really want to see portrayed on screen. But Spike Lee, as he does in movies like Do the Right Thing, he and he got game. I mean, he can take these serious subjects about race and turn them around on you and mix in comedy and make it digestible. Even though it should be digestible anyway, there should be movies like this. But he does a really good job of making this a mainstream movie. There's a there's a version of this movie that could have been darker and could have been not unwatchable, but not seen by the masses. And he wanted to make a movie that most people would go out and see. And Spike Lee did a great job of doing that. Another person in this movie that made it really good was Topher Grace. Topher Grace is one of my favorite actors. He was Eric in that 70s show. He was Venom in the Spider-Man movie. And he's just been in a bunch of good stuff that I've enjoyed. Topher Grace is probably the actor I've watched most in my lifetime and probably one of the earliest actors that I admired. He plays David Duke, the leader, president of the KKK. And he does a stunningly good job of playing a guy who is completely, totally evil, but doesn't know it. David Duke thinks he is on the right side of history. He talks about white people and how they should dominate America. And he even says, make America great again at the end of the movie. There's just so many good things 
about his portrayal of David Duke. And I just think he plays it so well because the reality is David Duke does not think he is a bad person. This is a real person who you can see do interviews on talk shows. And he was on Phil Donahue in the 80s, I've heard. He's not a guy who thinks he's evil. And Topher Grace played that perfectly. He thinks he is on the right side. And that's what you see throughout this movie is that the members of the KKK think they are on the right side of history, which clearly they are not. Also, Laura Harrier as Patrice. Laura Harrier was in Spider-Man Homecoming. She breaks out in this movie as Patrice. She is the girlfriend character of Ron Stallworth. She is she has her own opinions on the police department and the justice system and all that. She's a, I would say a righteous character. She she did a really good performance in this movie. I enjoyed her performance immensely. I think she was one of the best parts of this movie. Again, you had a lot of people doing performances in this movie that were unexpected. I wouldn't have thought John David Washington would have been great. Topher Grace at David Duke is a a bit of a different type of movie than Tover Grace has done. And Laura Harrier is Patrice. If you had told me the Spider-Man Homecoming girl would be in this movie, I would have thought, no way. I just think these three performances really made this movie what it is. I also enjoyed this movie's of depiction of racism overall. When Racists are not people who think they're horrid people, and they think they are right. Whether or not they are, they obviously aren't. But the, the, the and also the violence in the movie and the, the C4 and all that nonsense. I, I really think Spike Lee did a realistic thing of what the KKK is like. There's a scene in the movie where they are watching Birth of a Nation at John Stall on as Ron Stallworth's initiation into the KKK. They are watching Birth of a Nation and they are cheering to this movie that they think is an overall masterpiece on the culture. And it's disturbing and it's real. There's another scene at the beginning of the movie where Alec Baldwin does a, a racist video. He plays a character who's racist. I j- talking about the birth of the nation. I mean, they worship this movie throughout the movie. I mean, there's some meta things there, but it's so, it feels honest. It feels probably that is something that those people would be into. And I like their depiction of the KKK. Jordan Peele produced this movie. He's made Get Out. I think his sensibilities were in this movie about how to deal with racial relations in America right now. And again, I just like the move. I like the. I liked how this movie dealt with race and even Ron Stallworth becoming the first African American detective on the Colorado Springs Police Department. Even the officers in Colorado Springs are not that welcoming to Ron Stallworth's character, and they don't give him the best of jobs in his first few steps. He has to build to becoming a detective. I like that story. There's also they also deal with being Jewish in this movie. Adam Driver's character Flip Zimmerman, who portrays the white Ron Stallworth when he has to go meet the KKK, he is Jewish and he does he can't reveal that to the KKK. The KKK don't just hate African American people; they also hate Jewish people. I like that depiction of how they made Flip Zimmerman and Ron Stallworth unite. 
in this crusade against racists about both of their cultures. The KKK were against Zimmerman's Jewish culture, and they were against Ron Sowert's African-American culture. I liked how they united both of these characters in the movie so that they could become the heroes of the movie together. It was a really good mix of tone. This movie has comedy, drama. I really enjoyed lots about this movie. But the best scenes in this movie were whenever Ron Stallworth as John David Washington had to talk to David Duke, Topher Grace, on the phone. These scenes were hilarious and disgusting at the same time. David Duke's take on white people's relation, how white people talk smarter than black people. There's just a whole lot in this movie about that, but the scenes themselves were hilarious. The end of the movie where Ron Stallworth tells David Duke he was African American the entire time is one of the best scenes in movie history I've ever seen. It's hilarious. It's real. It's honest. Their phone conversations show you a culture that is disturbing and also naive and stupid that, that David Duke could never have believed that Ron Stallworth was a black person this whole time because he was smart. It's just ridiculous nonsense. But the I think that those scenes tell you what this movie is really about throughout all of them. The ending of this movie was really good. It relates it to what's going on today. I'm not going to spoil that for you. All right, I'm going to talk about the best performance in this movie. Adam Driver as Flip Zimmerman. Adam Driver is quickly rising the charts of one of my favorite actors. He would be in my top three actors list alongside Ryan Gosling, Andrew Garfield, Oscar Isaac, and Adam Driver somewhere in that. Adam Driver is killing it right now. Ever since he was in Inside Lewin Davis with the Coen brothers, he's taking these roles and he is dominating with them. He's in the show Girls. He's in Star Wars as Kylo Ren. I saw Patterson. I've seen Silence. I've seen Logan Lucky. The last two years, Adam Driver has made the best movies, period. And his portrayal of Flip Zimmerman, the Jewish person who has to team up with Ron Stallworth and go undercover against the KKK, and he has self-doubts about whether or not he's not really involved in this mission until he sees the KKK up close, and there's a scene where he has to take a lie detector test, and he he doesn't want to do that because he knows he would be lying if he tells them he's not Jewish. There's just so many really good scenes with Adam Driver as Flip Zimmerman. If you are not on the Adam Driver bandwagon, I suggest you get on it because this guy is just making different movies. Each and every movie he is playing, unforgettable characters. Again, his character in Logan Lucky, who he robs who he steals with. He can play smart. He can play dumb. He can play any type of role. In silence, he plays a priest. In this, he plays a undercover detective. It's just the, the number of roles that Adam Driver can play is amazing. I think he is one of the best actors working today, and he really does dominate this movie. As good as John, Way- John David Washington is, as good as Topher Grace is, and as good as Laura Harrier is, if Adam Driver wasn't in this movie as Philip Zimmerman, it would not be a great film. He 
dominates this movie. He was nominated for an Oscar for this movie. He is someone who is going to get the Golden Trophy sooner rather than later. Again, his overall portrayal of the character, there are so many good scenes between him and Stallworth and the KKK and him and Topher Grace and the Grand Duke of the KKK. Again, Adam Driver can just fill so many of these roles so many good movies he's been in. If you haven't seen Patterson, if you haven't seen Inside Lewin Davis, if you haven't seen Logan Lucky, go out and see these movies. He is just dominating the overall acting game. He's quickly right. Next year, he's going to be the final Star Wars movie is Kylo Ren, but it's Flip Zimmerman. Probably his best performance to date. There are so many good scenes. That lie detector scene is all time good. He was the best overall thing in this movie. I couldn't recommend seeing Black Klansman anymore. Spike Lee made possibly his best movie. It goes up there with Do the Right Thing and he got game. So go see Black Klansman if you haven't seen that one. Thanks again for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney. There will be a new episode of Pop Culture Spotlight every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. In this edition of the podcast, I talked about the movies mid-90s and Black Klansman. Next week, I'm talking about actor-comedic star Michael Sarah in the movie Leave No Trace. Thanks again for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. And please rate, review, and subscribe. (laughs) 